Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Today is Monday, September 12, 2022. The weather today will be a high of 19 degrees in Edmonton. Good job. Thank you, Emily. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning on this uh, lovely, dark Monday? We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Come join us live on the Podbean app. Just download that app. Search up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Get involved. Just like everybody else is, everybody's slowly crawling into the show this morning, into the chat, and here I'm all with all the your routine good mornings and GM alls. <laughs> That's lazy. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Ryan with his with his howdy. Uh, with his howdy. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also there's a call in button. Um, you can also click that call in button, and you can. You can call into the show and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free every morning. Uh, it is your only free daily morning coaching platform in Canada. Boom. Use it's free. it or don't. It's free. Use it. Don't use it. doesn't make a difference to me. I'm still going to be here every morning regardless. Um, now, today we got a special guest. And this might be the show that you want to call in for. Maybe you've been listening for the last year and thinking to yourself, eh. I don't got any questions for them. But I got questions for Barry McGuire. <laughs> Yay. Today, Barry's coming on and he is uh, going to do an open Q&A on agreement for sales. Open Q&A. Okay. Agre <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Agreements for sale. Agreements for sale. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I, I mess up that pluralization every time. Um, Barry's going to be coming in on here in, just a, in a few minutes here. But uh, yeah, if you've got questions about agreements for sale, today is the question. Uh, today is the day that you should be um, uh, compiling all those and getting them answered. Um, we will keep an eye on the chat. Gabby, if you see any questions come through in the chat, please uh, uh, let me know. I've got a long list from Facebook. I've got a long list. Uh, I got some from Instagram, which I'm just realizing now that I haven't checked to see <laughs> if there was any updates from last night. So as I hear me talking... Um, that's just me checking on okay. Instagram. Okay. Um, so yeah, compile those questions, get them all ready. Uh, Barry will be joining us shortly. Um, we're going to do a quick word from our sponsor and get into our upcoming events and then we'll get right into it. Hey, DCI Properties. If you're listening to this podcast and you currently invest in Southwest Ontario or Alberta, you need to get on the DCI Properties buyers list like now. These guys have wicked deals for flippers and buy and hold investors. They know their numbers and they are really easy to work with. In speaking with their owner, their goal is to help investors get into properties that make them money. That's it, plain and simple. Don't wait, get on their list and start accessing these amazing deals today. Just go to www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers to access their off-market Alberta properties and www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers for their Ontario properties. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. I don't understand. If you're flipping or if you are buying, buy and holds so many opportunities mm -hmm. um, with, with, with DCI properties, seriously, I mean, like it, it cuts out all of the, 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 the uncertainty of knowing that you've got a good deal. It also cuts out all of the negotiation. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to, 
how many people do we hear on a daily basis? How do I know I've got a good deal? Or how do I find a good deal? Or how do I get it under market value? Mm-hmm. There you go right there. Just go and hop on their buyers list and um, get access to deals that they've already done all the work for you. Yeah. It's just that easy. It's that easy. Seriously. <laughs> Guys, go check it out. Seriously, hop on their at, at the very least, just hop on their mailing list. Um, they don't spam you. So all they do is they just send you really good deals, which sounds pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> if that's all you're going to get is really good deals, right? Um, Chris in the comments says, hi, everyone. What a great day today. Right? Indeed. That's the spirit. Upcoming events really quickly. I want to get through them. Uh, this weekend is uh, September, <clears throat> Sunday, September 18th. We have our Edmonton Fix and Flip Meetup. Um, that is from Sunday at two to 5 PM. You bet. Okay. Pretty cool. We got a bouncy castle that's going to be on site. So this is family friendly. Okay. And, um, if you want to bring your kids, um, this one would definitely be the one, because like I said, we're going to have a bouncy castle out front provided by event crashers. Um, thank you to Adam at event crashers for supplying this. Thank you, Adam. Um, very excited about this. I know the kids are going to freaking love it. Um, cause I'm sure they're starting to get, they're starting to get tired of all the drywall dust and, <laughs> and paint fumes. They uh, always have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're interested what you should do actually, um, so Adam does like bouncy castles, that kind of stuff, but as well, he does like, um, you ever seen his, uh, you ever seen his, uh, what's it called? That big, um, photo, uh, photos, uh, what, oh God, I'm, I haven't seen it, but you told me the about photo it. photo booth. Yes. You know what photo booths are, right? Well, yeah, but you, you said go it's into like a different. photo booth, you sit yeah. inside it, whatever. Yeah. So he's got one that's like a giant, like five foot mirror. So you can see yourself. So you can see yourself. It's got like augmented reality. And it, it, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's like it's five feet tall, uh, augmented reality. Anyways, but um, uh, I saw a bunch of pictures of it. I've never actually seen anything like that before. I've always seen the ones where you sit in, mm-hmm. but you can bring these things out to like, you know, weddings events, yeah. or like events or Christmas parties. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, Christmas is coming up pretty soon here too. <laughs> so if you guys are interested in something like that, uh, go check out Edmonton. Sorry. Wow. Get your words together today. Where? <laughs> okay. Cross that out if you're out of town. Eventcrashersphotobooth.ca. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And he gave me a discount code. Mm. Um, so or he didn't give me a discount code. He said, tell them Wayne and Gabby sent you and uh, you'll get 10% off. You'll get the Wayne and Gabby discount. You get the Wayne and Gabby discount. <laughs> I got so many notes. I'm just trying to rip through so fast this morning because I want to get into these, this Q and A. Yeah, I'm talking too fast and tripping over my words. Freaking out! Barry's coming. Yeah. Well, and Barry only has limited time with us. I know every morning. So uh, next on the list is actually Barry McGuire's agreement for sale course coming up on September 24th. September. Oh my gosh. When's that? The following weekend? Yeah. Following weekend. So September 24th, live in person here in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, Barry McGuire will doing will be doing his agreement for sa- agreements for sale course. <laughs> now I'm doing it. Um, so yeah, if you haven't signed up for that yet and you want to learn about agreements for sale, I'm sure he's going to talk more about it in just a few minutes, but head on over to www.barrymcguire.ca and you can get your ticket there. Yes. I can, I cannot believe it's two weeks away. Yeah. Um, guys, if you've, if you've been sitting around thinking, wait a little bit now, don't wait. Um, that's why I want to have him on, um, today. Because I feel like there's some few people that are like, I just don't know if it's right for me. You know, let's yeah. ask a few questions to see if this is something that I can actually implement into my business. Yeah, for sure. And if it is, then you definitely need to go. Um, okay, so that's September 24th. So that's the following weekend. What else we got going on? Um, yeah, oh, you so, missed yeah, September 21 as well. Yeah, I know because I was changed dates, so I just have it a little bit oh, okay. backwards in my notes here. But September 21st is a uh, fix and flip meetup, investor meetup in Calgary at our Lake Bonavista flip. Uh, that is, yeah, on the 21st, which I believe is a Wednesday, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. there as well. Uh, what time is it? Five to seven? Don't know. Yeah, stay okay. tuned. <laughs> uh, go to our free Facebook group, Real Estate Investing Masters. And um, we've got the events pinned up at the top there and the featured. Uh, and you'll see what the uh, what the time is there. It's it's very likely 5 or 5.30. Yeah, awesome. Um, to 7 or 7.30. I'm going to be there. I made the decision yesterday. I'm going to go. Awesome. I got to go check in on our project in Calgary. Perfect. 
Um, and then, like you said, September 24th, there's, there's a few other things going up, man. I was, I was just working on my calendar yesterday, like looking it's up full. the rest of September and October. Yeah, it's full. <laughs> it's full. We got wow. lots of different like, uh, masterminds going on. We got a bunch of different, uh, workshops planned. Um, she's meetups galore. Yeah. And September 28th is the mogul mastermind, which you there and is. Barry McGuire will be speaking at on agreements for sale. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a free event that you can come out to. Um, yeah. Go to uh, look up mogul um, realty on Facebook to get your ticket for that. You can either watch online or you can uh, join us in person in Edmonton. Barry and I will be speaking on a green for sales there. Did we get through everything? We did. Yeah. Okay. That was a disaster. Yeah. I, I don't like that pace. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm going to quickly scroll through the comments here. Again, guys, if you guys got any questions for Barry today, today's the day you get your questions answered about agreement for sales. Agreements for sale. Okay, Gab, you're taking over the show today. This is disastrous. You're a mess. Okay, I'm going to let Barry in. Let's do it. Good morning. And good morning. Oh, Barry's quiet this morning. This isn't good. <laughs> uh, well, maybe it's because I'm just adjusting the mic so that I don't have it scratchy and I don't have it this way or that way or some other way. Oh, boy. Okay. So everyone who's listening in live, you'll have to let us know if, uh, if you can hear Barry okay and as well. Let us know if uh, Gabby and I are significantly louder than Barry. I'm just trying to adjust the audio here. Both quiet. Both quiet. Okay. Well, I'm going to increase mine. And Barry, you're going to have to speak really loud into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I've got hours upon hours of editing to do later on today. It'll be great. No, it won't. (laughs) How are you this morning, Barry? How's how's the volume now? Sounds a bit better. Sounds a bit better. Yeah. We're just going to have to be very cautious of our audio. Yeah. Hey, sounds good. <clears throat> okay, Barry. Um, thank you so much for coming on and and um, and talking about this amazing topic. Uh, quick introduction for Barry. Do you mind? Yeah. Uh, Barry McGuire has been a real estate lawyer in uh, the Edmonton area for several decades. Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> for a very long fair. time and yeah he's a creative real estate uh guru he's the guy who teaches it all um agreements for sale joint ventures fix and flips um uh wholesaling yeah. uh lease options that type of thing rent to own so uh yeah if if you're looking for anything creative in the education realm you really need to go to barrymcguire.ca he's got courses on all of it and he holds amazing live events which you're going to want to come to the september 24th agreements for sale course yeah absolutely absolutely barry are you ready for the uh the rapid fire questions i i am ready <laughs> ready, ready, ready. You know what? But maybe, maybe before we get into that, <clears throat> I know we're kind of short on time uh, this morning. Um, do you mind telling us a little bit about maybe maybe your your quick thirty second or ninety second um, introduction to what an agreement for sale is for someone who doesn't know? You know, that's a really good idea. We when we talk about agreements for sale, we just like dive right in, like. Like everybody knows exactly what's going on and uh it's like showing up at an event and not introducing yourself so so yeah that's that's a good idea agreements for sale in two words are seller financing seller financing those are two hugely important words for people who are looking to buy properties Uh, And maybe they're out of deposit money or they can't qualify for a mortgage, but they still want to buy properties and they'd like to get some really good deals. But uh, an agreement for sale is a situation where the seller is your bank. doesn't matter whether he has a clear title property or a property that's mortgaged to the hilt. 
you and the seller agree that he will be your bank and you will take over his property and make all the payments and treat it just like it's yours. So that's in a nutshell, an agreement for sale. Right on. I'm, I'm going to try and let you speak as much as possible this morning because of the audio difference. Um, but I'll ask the first question here that came up. Um, and, and, and for those of you that are, that are new to this, this, this strategy, uh, or this concept, um, you know, feel free to, to check out some of our previous episodes where, where we've gone a little more in depth into what it is. Um, today we're going to be diving deep. I tried to, I tried to filter through the questions, uh, and, and, and remove some of the ones that were a little more advanced and complicated that people weren't really going to understand. Um, but we've got quite a few here. Um, I'm going to do my best um, to make sure that it's, it's valuable to everyone. <laughs> um, the, you know, the people that are new to this and then the people who are, are quite clearly experienced and have taken one of your agreement for sale courses um, and then have additional questions. Um, so first question uh what where was it uh, how or what is the best resource for finding and generating leads well you know that's that's a great question because it doesn't matter what you're doing in real estate does it whether it's agreements for sale or buy and hold or rent to own doesn't matter you have to find a deal to work on so um the best place to find uh, a agreement for sale deals is uh, going to show up from a number of different places. I mean, you have to market to find deals. So uh, there's, I, I don't think it's a one size fits all. I don't think you, you can say, okay, I'm going to pop up a website and that'll produce all the deals I ever want to do. So uh, marketing and to find deals is a process of figuring out what works for you. A lot of people have a website. Uh, lots of people uh, do marketing. They work with realtors and mortgage brokers uh, who can't help someone, for instance. I mean, if you're a, a realtor or a mortgage broker and, and some, uh, some owner comes along and says, you know, I just can't make my mortgage payments anymore. I need someone to take this property off my hands. And the realtor says, well, I can't help you because you got no equity. And the mortgage broker says, well, it's not really my field. And... Uh, you need those realtors and mortgage brokers to, to know who you are, that you're a, you're a person who can help folks who are in trouble, that you know about this thing called agreements for sale. So mm -hmm. referrals are very big. A website is big. Other networking is big. Um, advertising of and marketing of, of all different kinds. So I think there's no single answer to that question. You've got to work on the kind of marketing that works for you. Maybe you're the person who just likes to pound signs in the in the lawn on the boulevard, try and stay away from the bylaw police. Uh, you know, it says, I buy houses. In trouble? Call me. Uh, lots of answers uh, or lots of calls and opportunities come in even from those so-called bandit signs. So that's my long-winded answer to what's the best way to market. That's, that's very good and very valuable. Um, I think if I were to add anything on, it would be that, you know, marketing is the same for any business, right? You got to figure out where are your target clients and where are they looking? So, you know, a lot of people like the yellow signs. A lot of people like the direct mail, you know, the flyers in the mailbox. Um, but you got to think about who is the type of person that's going to benefit from my service or product and where, how, how do I, how do I get their attention? Right. Yeah. So you're going to have to you're going to have to reverse engineer that reverse engineer your target client. And then you have to try things. Not all kinds of marketing work for all people. Not everybody can be the young couple with the baby in the stroller who in a target neighborhood wander around at night and and bang on doors and say, hi, we were thinking of buying a house in your neighborhood because we really like it. You wouldn't be thinking of selling, would you? Uh, that is a form of marketing that if you're a young couple with a baby and you don't mind walking around at night banging on doors actually works really well. So there's lots of different kinds. Reverse engineer, figure out what works for you and market like hell. <laughs> That's important too. Like hell. Yeah, you don't yeah. just don't just try a couple things and then uh, 
and then it doesn't work and we're like, does it work? Well, no, you got to keep trying. Like you got to try like hell. It's, um, but you will find deals. Um, there, there was another question that was, uh, that was very similar to this that fits well. And that is, can I ask my realtor to find me deals, agreement for sale deals? Yes, you can, you know, and, and that's kind of a, that's kind of a two part, I think a two part answer. So we already talked about the situation where somebody wants to sell, but you know, the, their mortgage is $300,000 and their house is worth $300,000. So if they talk to their friendly realtor, he's going to go, you know, I'd love to help you, but commission on, on a house of $300,000 is how much is that? 7,000 plus 3%, $13,000. So I'd love to help you, but you're going to have to write me a check for 13,000 because you're not getting anything out of your sale. So, in a case like that, the realtor might say, but I know someone who can help you. I know Wayne and Gabby, they do agreements for sale. Talk to them. Uh, and the second part of that is that I, that one of the great things about what we've all done with agreements for sale is that the scope of uh, knowledge is widening. More people know about the strategy now. They, you don't get as many blank looks when you say to a realtor or a mortgage broker or even a seller, uh, you know, because the, the strategy is getting uh, better known because we've been beating the drum for all these years about it. So uh, you can you can talk to a realtor and and say to them, you know, I will buy properties by way of agreement for sale if you run into the circumstance where it where it might fit for a seller. So let's let's get away from the one where that's a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage on a house that's only worth three hundred thousand um, dollars. The realtor might say, you know, I've got this seller who he's just determined that he's he has to get the price that um, that he could have got in February or March of this year when the market was so hot. He didn't sell then, now the market's dropped by 30K, and, but he says, hey, it was worth that much back in February or March, that's what I want, I'm not selling unless. So if you can make the price he wants fit with your strategy, then we can work something out. So I would say, you know, as a kind of concluding remark there, that I don't think, a lot of deals come through realtors, but more and more are coming through them now. The, the more standard deals, I mean. Realtors can still refer you the ones where they can't help somebody because it's the 300 value and the 300 mortgage. But, uh, you know, more deals are, standard deals are coming through with realtors because more realtors know about it. But there's still not too many in, in, that, uh, in that place. Definitely. And Barry, if I can add something there is that um, something you can ask your realtor to add to your search criteria are the words seller financing. Uh, that is most um, like th those are the terms that are kind of most frequently recognized by by the mainstream is seller financing. So if you get your realtor to search that you'd be surprised that um, a few properties might pop up because some sellers do know that that's an option that they can, you know, maybe vendor take back is more frequently used. But if they're open to some sort of seller financing, agreements for sale can fit into that. And I actually have a realtor friend who um, is part of one of my mastermind groups, and we were chatting about an agreements for sale opportunity. And she said, oh, so is it kind of like, is this how it works? And we said, yes. And she said, oh, okay. I actually have one that I just thought was like vendor take back. But now that hearing you guys talk, it would be an agreements for sale opportunity. Mm. I just didn't realize that that was a term or that was like an actual thing. So um, yeah. And, and in her listing, she has that seller financing is available. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's great coaching, uh, Gabby. And, and I think um, the market is always changing. We were just talking about how hot it was in earlier in the year. Um, and now we've, we're in a rising interest rate environment. So that's another factor that might push sellers into uh, thinking an agreement for sale might be uh, the thing to do because if a seller is looking for income, 
they can now say, okay, well, I, I didn't want to be anybody's bank when the interest rate was uh, 1.5%. But now that interest rates are four or four and a half or five, if I can be somebody's bank for that interest rate, then I'm far more interested in, uh, in being a bank. So um, I think there may be even more opportunities now than there have been just because interest rates are rising. Uh, buyers may have trouble getting mortgages. Sellers who want to sell will have to be creative themselves so they can maybe get a better price and get an interest rate. So, uh, yeah, seller financing. I, uh, th it's really good that you brought that up because and with the realtor side and obviously with the interest, uh, the talk about interest rates, because this is a conversation that I was having with uh, James Canal over at Mogul Realty in Edmonton which is um, where Barry and I are going to be speaking um, at the mastermind at the end of the month here, mogul mastermind. Um, James uh, recognized the same opportunity in the market as well. And, and not just for investors who want to prey on, you know, families who are having, uh, you know, difficult times with the interest rates going up and mortgage payments going up. Um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to help families out in that situation, but also there's huge opportunities for sellers who are, you know, we're in a buyer's market right now. And James wants to educate a lot of his clients on how this works because, you know, for, for sellers or owners who have properties and they can't get rid of them, not get rid of them, but they can't sell them as quickly or for the right price that by adding in additional seller financing terms can, it can really make your your deal significantly more valuable to a potential buyer. You're going to stand out significantly more than other properties, especially to investors. But you know that was one of the big things that James was asking us to um, to focus on in our presentation was was not not so much on the on the buyer side about buying houses for zero money down, but the opportunity for selling. And making some extra cash in your pocket, making some extra cash flow every month, getting the price that you want, right? In exchange for some, some uh, with incentivizing with with some valuable terms to your buyers. Yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, if interest rates keep rising, uh, the seller side is going to be uh, way more important than it has been for sure. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to uh, you know talking more about that at the at the workshop. And obviously, you know, at our presentation at the Mogul Mastermind, it's a darn shame that Mogul Mastermind wasn't before your uh, your course on the 24th, eh? I know. I mean, we'll <laughs> we'll have, you know, a half an hour or something at, at Mogul Mastermind. The the course on the 24th, as most folks know, is a full day. So yeah. it would have been great to talk to all those moguls uh, about what it is and what it means and our, our kind of new reviews of it. And then... That have our AFS afterward, but timing yeah. doesn't always work. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, a couple follow-up questions. Are, I'm, I'm trying to, to 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 keep the questions relevant. And and Barry, is there a certain time you need to uh, to bail out today? No, I'm fine for the for the hour. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, so someone had asked, can I use? Can I use this strategy with rent-to-owns or fix and flips, or is it just for buy and hold? What a great question. <laughs> what a great question. Um, that's one of the beauties of, of creative strategies of all kinds, fix and flips, rent-to-own, agreements for sale. They often fit together like Lego blocks. That's, that's just what happens. So if you think about it, uh, key to investing success i think is controlling properties if you can control a property then you can figure out lots of different things to do with it so if you are able to buy a property by way of agreement for sale uh, part of that buying decision is if i buy it what am i going to do with it and so uh, you might decide to buy it and just Put it in your portfolio, in your in your long-term buy and hold portfolio, and rent it out and manage it. Or you might uh, decide that you want to exit your agreement for sale through a rent-to-own. That works often very well. I mean, a property that doesn't work 
I mean, you acquire it, so you control it by way of your agreement for sale. Now, what am I going to do with it? Sometimes it doesn't work uh, as well for a conventional rental as it does uh, if you turn around and put a rent-to-own tenant buyer in there. So, yeah, and if you decide, huh, well, it's nice I've got control of the place, but it's such a pit, nobody would ever rent it or buy it. Yeah, and maybe it's a perfect candidate for a fix and flip. But the key thing is you get control and then uh, you decide what you're going to do with it. Yeah, turn it out on a rent to own, do a fix and flip, do a joint venture uh, with a third party using all those strategies together. It's, uh, it's what we call creative combinations. You can take creative strategies like we're talking about now and put them together like Lego blocks and come up with the with the use or the exit of the property that suits you and the property. You know, that's my favorite, Barry. I know. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, Gabby, was there a question in the comments? Yeah. Uh, so uh, one of our live listeners here asks, can you fly around saying looking for houses to rent out up to 10 year terms? Please contact such and such. I don't see why. So this is uh, this is putting the, the direct mail marketing. Let's put a, put a flyer in somebody's mailbox, saying I'm interested in renting your house for ten years, something along that line. If that's if that's what the question is, um, absolutely. If you're looking to rent a place, uh, the the term the rental term is exactly what you and the landlord agree on. So if you want to. Landlord wants to agree on a 10-year lease to you, then that's perfectly legal. And yes, you can do that. I think uh, I think what he was trying to imply was that you know marketing, and, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, was that was that trying to get landlords' attention, perhaps, as as to open to the concept of potentially doing seller financing? Because it doesn't seem quite that relevant to the topic. Did you, I didn't see the question. Um, Maybe he was meaning more so about like, Hey, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure what the intention was. I, the way that I saw it was, yeah, getting the attention of, or trying to like ease the way into the conversation. That's what I meant. Like, yeah. was he trying to ease his way into the conversation? Just be careful not to, you know, mislead um, owners or sellers you know, into thinking that it's one thing and it's, and it's not. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> I've, I've heard very similar marketing strategies or tactics to get people or sorry, let me rephrase to convince people to say yes. Mm -hmm. And that's a very common thing we hear um, in this, in this realm is that how do I get people to say yes? How do I convince them to say yes? It's, it's not about convincing people. It's about solving problems and creating win-wins. And if your goal or strategy is just to manipulate people or to trick them into saying yes, you may have a signature, you may have a contract, you may have lawyers involved, but ultimately you're going to have a very sour deal that's, that's, that's not held up. It's, it doesn't have a very good foundation. And the last thing you want is in a few years from now, someone throwing their arms up and saying, I don't want this anymore. And then having to go through legal, right? And that's not something that we really, um, I don't think it's something we really want to talk about today. I mean, definitely make sure that you have a good contract, make sure you have lawyers involved. Um, but ultimately, the goal is not to convince people or, or to trick people into saying yes. The goal is to find people who are suitable, you know, um, for this service, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's about helping people and creating win-wins. Yeah, no, overall, um, it's, it's tough enough to put together uh, a creative deal uh, with the best of intentions, with full disclosure, with buyer and seller, both really trying to at least speak the same language. But it's, it's hard enough to put them together under those circumstances um, without adding in uh, the what do they call it the bait and switch sort of kind of talk like you're doing one thing but then somewhere along the line you go oh no what I really meant was so yeah 
full disclosure, win-win, solve problems, that gets you long-lasting deals and happy people. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I'm just going by it like the, the things that we hear, and you, you probably hear the same thing. Donna probably hears the same kind of responses as well. But I tried asking them, and they said, no, this doesn't work. It's, it's not everyone is going to be suitable for these types of deals. And your responsibility is to market, to try and find the people who would benefit from it and not try and push it on other people. Um, but, you know, you come out to the agreement for sale workshops and it amazes me every time I go that like the stories, that the new deals that you hear about that people put together. And these are the types of people that, that don't give up when, when one or two or 10 or 50 people say no. These are the people that are, you know, that are dedicated, that continue to keep, you know, um, pushing and putting out the marketing and talking to sellers. And then the amazing deals that they put together, it's, it's, it's remarkable. Um, and they always have a story involved in it. You know what I mean? Like I remember most recently, um, there was a deal that Aurora did. Um, and I could not believe that she put that deal together. I, my jaw was like on the floor when I heard that deal. You know what I mean? And uh, was it was it David that put together that uh, that rooming house over off White Ave? Uh, do you remember it? I don't know if I knew oh. about that one. <laughs> I think we did a Facebook Live on it, uh, you know, uh, uh, last year. But like, just it, it. Every time we go to these AFS workshops, it's like there's new deals that are keep coming up. That are like it, it, it amazes me how people put these things together, and then so you know for. There are deals out there. You just got to be dedicated and you got to, you got to stick with it and you got to get that first damn deal. And then, uh, yeah, like it's, 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 there's, uh, what's his name? Um, Neil, Neil has a, has, um, says it perfectly. It's, it's all about the stick to It is, you know, and I remember, I remember now the deal that we were talking about with David. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, roughly briefly say what that was david found um david found a property just off white avenue a fourplex where the upper two units were actually regular rental units but the lower two units were each divided into three uh, three bedroom three bedrooms and you rented a bedroom and you shared the, the kitchen and the other facilities. So there was a suite up and a suite up on each side. And then on the two lower ones, there were three and three. So he got eight living units. Uh, that was one really good thing. So it was cash flowing like crazy. Uh, number two, it was legal because mm -hmm. it was uh, grandfathered under something called safe housing, which is a whole other topic that we can't go into today so but they were legal and he found it through a realtor and he got it for five hundred thousand uh, dollars so me and and he bought it by way of agreement for sale if if i recall so didn't he didn't after a couple of years he refinanced that property and got all of his money out it was like a perfect yeah. burr yes yes he did yep got all his money out plus yeah. Crazy, crazy. So yeah, it's, that's what I, that's what I love telling people whenever they're like, Oh, it's, it's really hard. And I tried, I asked my neighbor or I asked someone on MLS and they said, no, I'm like, just stick to it. There are deals out there. There are deals or Aurora's deal. Um, if I recall, she got the seller to pay her like, what was it? Like $20,000 over five years. If you yes. recall. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, she negotiated her agreement for sale. The, the, the value of the property um, was less than the mortgage that was on there. And so she organized so that she organized that the seller had to pay her the difference between the value of the mortgage and the value of the property. So if the, if the mortgage was 400,000 and the value was 360,000, I'm just pulling numbers out of the air. I don't remember the numbers. Right. Um, the difference is 40,000 and the seller is paying her off the $40,000 over, I think, yeah, five years. So amazing. 
bonkers. Like it, it just, yeah, I, that's, I, it, you think that, um, you think that coming, you know, for, for me, you would, you would think that I, I'd, I'd show up to the same workshop. You're like, Oh yeah, same workshop over again. Yeah. Same stuff. But no, every time I come there, I've got more and more questions and I hear more and more stories about these amazing things that people are doing that they keep taking this strategy and they keep turning it just a little bit, you know, different, or they look at it from a different angle and they're like, Hey, look what I did at this. And Hey, look how I use this strategy with this. And it's just, it's so much fun for, for, for guys like, for you and me, the creative guys, Barry, I mean, like, I, I, I can't get enough of it. No. And we, we, we sit there, you, me, the rest of the focus team, we sit there at the front of the room when people are telling us about the deals that they've done. And really our jaws drop open and go, you did that? I never thought of that. So uh, that is endlessly fascinating, as you say, Wayne. It's endless, endlessly fascinating to hear what people do when they understand the agreement for sale or any other creative strategy, but mm -hmm. they understand the agreement for sale strategy and, and then they put their own spin on it. They, they get out, they talk to people um, and they figure out new and better and different ways to use the strategy. And it's always amazing. And it's, it's just heartening. I love to hear those stories. I'm surprised that neither of you brought up that somebody bought um, a seller, a car to seal the deal. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> that was just at the last rapid cash. Yeah, somebody bought somebody a car because they were needing to move, but they didn't have the vehicle. And yeah, it was like the last I, little thing that sealed the did deal. Did I go to the washroom for that one? <laughs> I think that was our. I think that was our car boys. That was Dean or or Neil. Um, oh. No, it was. Uh, oh no, his his uh, name is escaping. Is it Colin. Yeah, Colin. Thank you. Oh yeah. right, Colin. I must have yeah. went to the washroom for that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy wow. had to go back to Vancouver. I think he was in yeah. Calgary, and he had to go back to Vancouver to bought him a car. Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. Not a, not a really expensive car. No, opinion. just a cheap car, but that was what, that's, that's just what, what he needed. needed. Yeah. yeah. Colin, another uh, super creative investor. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a very fitting question that was here um, for what we've been talking about for the last few minutes, and that's, hey, Barry, how much money can I actually make doing agreement for sale deals? Well, I, I mean, that, that is the question, isn't it? I mean, we, we certainly want to solve problems and we want to play for win-win. But as Andrea Workington says, I do this as a business. So I am not a charitable operation here. We're looking to make money. So how much money can you make? Man. Well, you can make, you can make t literally tens of thousands of dollars in agreements for sale. Now, every deal is different. There's no cookie cutter for an agreement for sale. At the last AFS, uh, when Dean Mantai was talking, he, he said, this is really kind of relevant for what we're talking about today. He took our agreement for sale intensive, and, th and that's what we're doing on September 24th. It's called agreement for sale intensive because it's a full day, and it's the only one of our workshops where we spend a full day on agreements for sale. He took it uh, when we did it, I think, for the first time in 2019. I remember him sitting there, and he, he was such a long face. He was skeptical. He had his arms crossed. He looked like... It looked like a concrete wall down there. We weren't getting through to him. And then he kind of loosened up and loosened up. And uh, within six months, he did a deal. So that's back in 2019. And at Rapid Cash in May, he said he just sold that property for an $80,000 profit. 80000 Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there, there is a lot of room to make money in agreements for sale. I mean, there's no template. You can't say if I do an agreement for sale, I will make $25,000. You can't say that. It's like any deal. You have to look at it, analyze it, see what the financial possibilities are. Uh, but, uh, you know, d we were talking about David and his fourplex just off White Avenue. I think he's, um, I think he's made about or pulled about $300,000 out of that property. Uh, over and above that's incredible put into it, it, it and, and if you think about it it's a fourplex in old Strathcona 
right off White Avenue and close to downtown. I mean, like, it's unbelievable that he got that property uh, through through a realtor on MLS and nobody else saw the possibilities except him. It was list that property was listed for months and months and months. It wasn't like nobody else had a shot at it or he was the, you know, he got it the day it was listed. It was it was like a, a hidden gem that everybody ignored because they didn't understand the agreement for sale strategy. Which brings up another point. Sorry to segue off here. Yeah, um, go ahead. Are, can we make money? Uh, people often say, yeah, well, you know, I've tried hard. I actually really have tried hard. And I, and I, can't, find, I can't find any deals. Or they say, well, there's so few deals. Um, anybody who's ever done a creative course is going to be competing for this. Like, I'll be you know, bidding against my friend that I took the course with. I, uh, so I just I point back to David that that property that fourplex off White Avenue was listed for I think it was I think it was four months four months and uh, nobody had come along and seen what David saw nobody asked the seller if he would be the bank would you would you mind carrying some seller financing to which the answer was yes so. But back to the question, can you make money? The answer is absolutely you can make money. It depends on the deal. But uh, like the, uh, as Wayne said, we're when we listen to the creative ways people put AFS deals together, uh, one of the other sides of that coin, I guess, is I'm amazed at how much money people make with their agreements for sale. Not everyone's a home run $80,000 or $300,000 one but you definitely can make a ton of cash with the agreement for sales strategy. Mm -hmm. And even in just like a passive sense too, like you don't have to be out there every day. You don't have to quit your job and, and put all of your savings into marketing and flyers and stuff like that. You can just, you can just continue to be the real estate investor that you are at, but you know, there's something that you always say that's, that's, that's really important. And then as if you, understand the strategy, you'll recognize the opportunities, right? That's right. And, That's right? And I can't say for certain whether David was out looking specifically for agreement for sale opportunities, or he just saw that one house and thought, you know what, this strategy would work perfect for this. Right? Yeah. No, that's, uh, it's, it's exactly true. Uh, that I, I, I totally, totally believe that if folks understand the strategy, they will recognize the opportunity. It's just, you can't, you can't do deals if you don't know what the deal is about. You got to understand the strategy. That means you need education. And, eh, you know, our agreement for sale courses are the, are the only courses in Canada that really tell people all about it, give them all the documents train them on how to put it together, how to market, how to manage, how to exit, how to, how to do all those things. So got to understand the strategy and to understand you got to get educated. So show up on the 24th. That's my coaching. <laughs> um, Barry, if one of our questions early on, which I think is super relevant because you just kind of outlined a few of the points was uh, what is covered in the AFS intensive course? What exactly would somebody learn if they showed up? Well, they're uh, they're going to they're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff. But we start out with talking about the the education side. I mean, we talk about an agreement for sale, what it is, where it came from, uh, how to explain it to people. Then we talk about uh, uh, marketing. We have to be able to find deals. Very very important. Marketing is ultra important. Once you find a deal, we talk about analyzing it. We talk about the paperwork that you need. We talk about um, once you have it and it's all wrapped up in a bow, managing it. And then what about your exit? So we, we talk about everything from what the heck is it to how do you exit? So it's a full, full and complete discussion on all of those things with uh, a ton of examples, uh, with exercises to do, with all the questions and answers whenever you want to ask them. That's one of the things, isn't it, about our about our courses is we we answer questions when people want to ask those questions. We don't have to write them all down and wait till the end. So that's what people will uh, that's what people will learn right from 
A to Z on an agreement for sale, thinking about it to exiting and rating, uh, putting a big fat check in your account. Awesome. Um, so the remainder of my questions that I got are, as you can expect, the super legal ones. <laughs> um, now, some of them, I think we're okay with answering on the show, but the other ones I was going to say, these are, these are the kind of questions that are going to get answered when you come to the workshop. And I don't want to, I don't want to arm new investors with too, too much where they're going to go out and try this strategy on their own uh, and say, ah, I don't need a course. I'll just, I'll just ask my buddy. Um, this is one of those strategies that I, that I, I take very seriously, Barry. I know you take very seriously because you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people involved and, and, and in a lot of cases, um, the, the, the selling party or the, you know, the owner of the property who's selling, um, is normally in some more often than not in some situation where they need help. And I, I try not to arm investors with too, too much if they haven't been properly educated, because I don't want the seller to be affected. They have, you know, if, if they've already, they're already in a bad enough spot, I don't want it to get any worse. But I, there is one question that I would like to start with. It's a pretty simple one. It's an underhand, Barry. Um, <laughs> do I need to use a lawyer? Oh, forget those damn lawyers. Too expensive. Take too much time. I mean, I'm sorry I was even a lawyer for these 47 years. That's just crazy. Just do it on your own. Don't worry about it. Oh, boy. Next question. Okay. <laughs> no. There you have it, I, folks. I mean, um, you kind of do need a lawyer unless you've done like 50 of these deals. I mean, you need a lawyer anyway. This is, uh, it's a, it's a not really well understood situation where you need to make sure your paperwork is in good order and you sort of, you need a lawyer to wrap it all up with a nice little bow and, 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 and pass you over to it. So the shorter answer is you need a lawyer on both sides. The seller and the buyer both need a lawyer who will cooperate and put together a win-win AFS deal. So yes, you need a lawyer. Okay. Um, so the reason why I brought that up, obviously, like I said, pretty easy question. Um, pretty obvious. But, you know, for the questions that, that I got, like, um, you know, can the seller walk away? What happens if the seller dies? What happens if you don't make the payments? What happens if... Uh, the buyer is late to pay property taxes. Uh, what else we got here? Is a seller able to a seller able to walk away from their contract? Those types of questions. Those are all you know. They're all within the contract, and that's why it's important to have a lawyer draw this up and not put it on a napkin. Um, lawyers on both sides are gonna are gonna look through all of this. They're gonna ask you all these questions. What happens if this? What happens if this? And, and, and that's why it's important to have lawyers draw that contract up and as well. Um, gosh, I mean, like, how do you, how do you answer those questions, Barry? I mean, like ultimately the best, the best answer is to say, to come to the, to the workshop to get those questions answered. Right. Well, they, they're all, um, you know, more in-depth questions. I think that would take a bit more time than we have today. Yeah. But they are all questions with answers. Yeah. So they're, they're good questions. They're, they're thinking, this is folks who are thinking, uh, you know, deeply about what they're looking to do. So they're very relevant questions mm -hmm. and there are answers to all of them that will uh, uh, make people feel calmer about uh, doing an agreement for sale. Yeah, it's uh, these are all questions for your lawyer. And Barry just happens to be a real estate lawyer as well. So, I mean, if you've got these complicated questions, um, me personally, um, even though Barry's here and Barry is a lawyer, I would recommend either reaching out to Barry and you know what I mean? Booking an hour with him and getting your legal questions answered properly. Um, rather than asking it through a podcast. I don't know. I mean, like the, these are some pretty serious questions that are going to affect, you know, the success of your business. I would strongly recommend reaching out to the real estate lawyer who understands whether that be Barry or someone else in your area who understands this type of strategy and get your questions answered thoroughly and properly and, and relevantly to whatever your situation is for your business. 
right? Because it's never just a blanket answer, right? It's it's always going to be, as, as lawyers love to say, it depends. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the first two words they teach you in law school. <laughs> Repeats after me. <laughs> Also, um, just on that topic of speaking with your lawyer, um, you know, when you attend the course, you also get a list of lawyers um, across Canada, I believe, mm -hmm. who do understand this strategy and who can talk to you about or or that you can recommend your seller use because, you know, you need a, a lawyer who understands agreements for sale and your seller needs a lawyer who understands agreements for sale. Otherwise, it's the best way to kill a deal. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you attend the course, you also get access to all of that. Plus, you get into your guys's um, students Facebook group yeah. for all the students who have taken a course. Um, you're in a private Facebook group where you can support each other and ask those tough questions. And uh, more frequently than not, somebody's been through whatever situation you're asking about and mm -hmm. can give you a really great response if it's not Barry himself. Well, that and and we we all know that the the private Facebook group, which is I think over four hundred people now, those are people who have taken um, focus workshops, some of my courses. Uh, the depth of knowledge in that private Facebook group, because people are actually doing deals, is incredible. the The amount of experience people have and their willingness to help. Sometimes I I look at a question. And I go, oh, look at that. Okay, so a little spin on that one. I haven't seen that one like just like that before. Let's see, how am I going to answer that? And as I'm thinking about how I might answer it, somebody else is answering it. So uh, that I'm totally amazed at how quickly and how supportive that private Facebook group, composed of students who have taken courses, is. They help each other uh, instantly, and they help each other really well. And that's a that's a big, big uh, thing that goes on. You take the course, you're always part of that group. It's a, a really good, 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 good supportive group. Uh, looks like we got one last question here. I think we'll we'll do before we we, we wrap things up. Um, I assume you need lawyer. You need a lawyer twice for an agreement for sale. For an agreement for sale, sale. Uh, for the initial AFS agreement and then again at the end of the term for final closing. Is that correct? Yes, that is that is correct. Uh, and the, yes, it divides up in two parts. So if you get into an agreement for sale, it has a three-year term. So you, you sign it in 2022. And so 23-24 goes to 2025. In 2025, if you're going to sell the property to somebody else or remortgage it, yes, you need a lawyer once at the beginning and once when you exit. Um, the exit part is a bit easier than the entrance part. When you when you uh, acquire a property by way of agreement for sale, there's a lot more legal work to that than when you exit a property. So, But the short answer is yes, you need one when you get into it and one when you get out when you get out of it. Right on. I, um, it's funny when, uh, when, when someone asked the question earlier about like, what do you get? Uh, like, what can we expect from the AFS focus workshop? I, I pulled up the website and like, ah, what, what have they got in here? And I just realized you forgot the 300 plus page manual. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't say that. I'll talk to Donna. We'll have to correct that. I, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it that Donna updates the manual every single time. I'm like, I've always thought like, Donna, you could just repurpose that manual. Just keep it the same. Why would you? Nope. She has to update it every single time. And like, I, I will be completely honest with you. I've never gotten through the manual. And the, in the amount of years that I've, that I've been, you know, part of this, even the first time I took the course, I never got through the manual. But people love that manual. Like they finish, they'll finish the, you know, the course, the live course, and then they will just, they'll use that as their Bible for years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great reference point. I know that like on our first few, I went back through that thing for the paperwork so many times. Like, yeah. what do I put in this section? What do I put in that section? Yeah, it's, it's awesome to have on hand afterwards to support you. 
Yeah, and uh, and it is true. We do, we do update that manual for every course. Um, you know, for instance, the the big agreement for sale document that kind of looks like a mortgage, where you really do need a lawyer. I've updated that document extensively uh, to help buyers with exiting properties and getting financing. Uh, found a couple little things that needed to be fixed. So there's not only the manual but and, and all the documents that are in the manual, but those documents are also all available um, digitally. So every, every document in the manual is available uh, digitally and those get updated as well. Uh, so you get to take away a whole bunch of stuff and have and have it as reference. It's not just the day. Yeah, you come and spend a whole day, but you, you get that big manual to take home. You get the, the private Facebook group and you get all the documents and the PowerPoints and a workbook. So uh, a ton of things showing up on September yeah. 24th for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Barry nailed it. One hour on the mark. It's like we right. we're professionals here. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for answering all those questions. Um, again, if anyone is interested in uh, attending the Agreement for Sale Focus Workshop on September 24th, go to barrymaguire.ca. Um, you're silly if you don't. <laughs> Just the tr it's the truth. It's the truth. You're asking, you like, Wayne, how do I become successful in real estate? It's right there. Do what I did. That's exactly what I did. I took that course and everything changed for our business. So um, thank you again, Barry. And um, if they're interested in your services as a real estate lawyer as well at Field Law, how do they contact you for that? Yeah, email is the best. It's uh, bmcguire, B-M-C-G-U-I-R-E, at Field Law. That's one word, fieldlaw.com. So bmcguire at fieldlaw.com. Right on. Well, a wonderful Monday show. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is Tuesday, guys. We will see you guys then. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.